Welcome to the Scrapbooking Inspiration Podcast, episode 40. I'm your host, Melissa Shannon from digitalscrapbookinghq.com, and I'm here today with my friend Karen Fitting from photoskeptalive.com. Hi, Karen. Hi, Melissa. <laughs> it's great <laughs> to have you on today. Thank you for having me. The reason I brought you here today is to have a little chat about what you do at Photos Kept Alive and to share a bit more about the really cool um, products bundle, the Creative Christmas Bundle that we're all participating in um, this Christmas. So do you want to share with our listeners a little bit about you and um, what you do? Sure, thanks. I uh, started Photos Kept Alive probably about 10 years ago. I need to probably find that exact time. Mm -hmm. And it started because of my affiliation with Creative Memories. I was a Creative Memories consultant. Um, If I were still a consultant, it'd be about 15 years. And through that affiliation, I learned that there were a lot of other products and services I could offer my customer base. They wanted, uh, I found that they wanted more than just the photo albums and the embellishments. So through that's how Photos Kept Alive came to be. And I've offered both uh, weekend events. I do two a year in my Northern California area. Mm-hmm. And I offer um, video transfer, slide conversion to digital, photo scanning and a variety of other photo management products. I like to say that I'm helping my customers keep their memories alive and I think my forte is doing that in a manner that makes them happy rather than making me happy. Yeah well that sounds like a really great service that you have. I'm sure that um, a lot of people feel are feeling a little bit daunted about you know managing their photos and uh, you know, a lot of us have old slides and old negatives and, and it's great to know that you can handle that stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing how the memories get lost so easily with our fast-moving technology. Mm. So I'm, I'm glad I'm able to move quickly with that. Mm. So this bundle we've um, put together for the Creative Christmas Bundle is all about December and Christmas and... What do you love about this holiday season? You know, it's really interesting. For much of my life, I live in warmer climates Mm -hmm. for Christmas. And I guess you can understand that too because it's your summertime. Mm. Um, But I grew up in New England, in the New England area in the United States. And so I grew up with a winter type of holiday season. And I still have that in my mind. It's, you know, in my mind, I still like having the idea of fresh snow. Mm-hmm. And I think the um, the smells, the scents of the season, the fur or Christmas tree, mm-hmm. um, you know, the precipitation with the snow coming down. Um, and then I think the other thing that I really, really love about the holidays is the family gatherings. Mm-hmm. I have my birthday in November. We have Thanksgiving in November. And then we have Hanukkah and Christmas and my family in December. Mm. So it's it's a whole month or six weeks of just family gatherings and celebrations. Yeah, it sounds fun. Yeah, I can't say I can identify with a winter Christmas at all. I've always lived in <laughs> Perth, so it's always been pretty hot. <laughs> it's funny. Well, I have to say one of my favorite Christmas memories is driving in a convertible vehicle 
on Christmas Day. Mm. You know, I mean, that's my, and that's not winter at all. So I've spent more of my time in a mild climate than I have in the winter climate. <laughs> yeah, it, it certainly, it's different. I think as a child in Australia, snow was like a magical thing. So even though it's not winter here, and even our winters aren't that cold, um, it just... Uh, you know, you'll see my scrapbook pages and I'll have snowflakes and stuff on it because it's just all part of the magic of Christmas, <laughs> even though we don't have snow. It's funny like that, sort of. Well, but I like what you said with the magic of Christmas. I think that's a great phrase to keep in mind. Mm. Well, certainly Christmas time is very inspiring and I'm sure you have a lot of memories um, to to keep alive after your very busy and festive Christmas season. So what inspires you to create? Is it those, those memories? Is it the photos? Is it the yummy supplies? What, what gets your creative juices flowing? Honestly, I think it's my, my group of crafty friends, you yourself included. I think that um, with all of the virtual and online groups, including the supplies, it's more the ideas. Mm. You know, I, I look at blogs and I look at Pinterest and I pin ideas and then I want to go back and see what I can do to, to make those. Um, so really, that's that's my inspiration is just being crafty and seeing all the cool inspiration that's available out there. Yeah, for sure. I think um, that is true. I love going through and I'm very inspired by, you know, seeing other creative people and their ideas too. And I think that's one of the good things about a creative Christmas bundle is you know, there's 15 different projects in there and, um, you, you know, one person probably can't do them all at Christmas, but you can probably browse through, get some ideas, come up with something creative of your own or, you know, if you want to, just follow along with the the, the projects as they've been written out. So what are you including in our Creative Christmas Bundle? I am including a 2015 calendar with original flower photographs that I took in the past 12 months. They are sized to be printed as four by six images. So it's a free printable or not a free, but a downloadable printable. Mm -hmm. That's part of the bundle. And um, they're all original photographs. And it's something I've been doing for years for friends and family and have in the past four or five years started ramping up the ability to market and sell that to a wider audience. Mm. Yes, and they're certainly gorgeous. I've got um, the the calendar here and they're just stunning. And it, I love how colorful it is, you know, like I could definitely see having this on my desk and it would bring a little ray of <laughs> of color and it would be so easy to just, you know, um, because they're the four by six size, you know, you can just order them at any photo developer and you've got a quick and easy gift or something to add to your desk for the next year and have a bit of color in your day. Yeah, the people that I've given it to really do love having it as a desktop or um, cork board, you know, bulletin board item because they can glance at it for those dates I personally keep the current month and the next month up on my board mm -hmm. so that I have it uh, as a pretty item to glance at. I do, uh, for local 
people, I do bundle it with a four by six plastic frame Mm -hmm. that's easy to find at a a discount store or an inexpensive shop. And that way you can always have one image in the frame and at the first of the month just swap out that image. Mm. So so people really do love the prettiness of it and uh, the originality of the flowers. I try hard every year. Uh, thankfully, we travel quite a bit, so I try hard every year to find something new and unique to put in there. So with the flowers themselves, have you chosen um, flowers that bloom in that specific month or you've just kind of put a variety? Because <laughs> I see the flowers and I'm like, A, I have no idea what some of them are because they're not <laughs> local to me. And then I'm like, I don't know, do they flower at that time of year or how does that work? That's a great question. No one's asked that before. I take pictures of flowers that I think are cool looking that Mm -hmm. might look good in the calendar I end up taking four to five or more pictures of that flower so that I get something good for the calendar and I don't build the calendar based on the blooming Mm -hmm. but instead I base it on the person I guess I would call it personality of Mm -hmm. the flower Mm -hmm. so if you look at November that happens to be my favorite month of next year's calendar That's a flower that I took a picture of in July of this year Mm -hmm. in Sonoma County, California. I was on a wine tasting trip and that flower just called to me. Mm -hmm. And I don't even know what it's called. Half the time, I don't know what the breeds are that I take pictures of. But that flower just called to me as a fall type of calendar. In in the United States, of course, November is more of our fall season. Mm. So I either pick them based on color to match the month or personality what calls to me Mm. my Januarys and Decembers are often white or silver flowers Um, my summertime flowers are often bright colors yellows and purples they're they're very very beautiful and colorful yeah Yes, and you've got a nice rose in there too. I love roses. I, I'm I'm one of those people who, <laughs> I guess it's like the typical girly flower. I just love them. I do too. And it's funny, as I was doing the calendar, we uh, were in Hawaii earlier last year, or this past year, and the resort that we were at had beautiful orchids coming out of all of their trees. They actually grafted these orchids into the trees. Mm. And I was careful with this calendar because it could have turned into an entire orchid calendar. (laughs) You'll notice there are quite a few orchids in here. Um, I I worked hard not to make it all orchids, but there are quite a few in there. Um, There have been previous years where I would take lots of rose pictures because I might have gone to a rose garden. Mm. Um, And so there might have been previous years where there are four or five different roses within the calendar. I think that's the neat thing. I've seen other designers do calendars like this, but one in particular I know who's local to me, he's a professional photographer, and of course I am not. I'm more of a scrapbook photographer. But um, his calendar, I learned year after year, was always the same images. Mm. And one of the things I like to do is change it up, and I work really hard to make them fresh from the previous 12 months. Not even try. I try hard not to go back Mm. any further to pictures I might have taken. I've been doing this a dozen years now. Mm. Um, and, and I do work hard through the year to, to make them fresh. Yeah. Yes, well, they certainly feel fresh to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're gorgeous. Thanks. So 
As you'd mentioned earlier, Christmas and Hanukkah and family, um, you know, birthdays and Thanksgiving. So it sounds like your your season's going to be quite busy. How do you manage to fit a bit of creativity into the the, the season? That's a super question too. I get asked that quite a bit actually um, because in my circle of friends, I'm one of the busiest people they know. And I know you and I know each other and follow each other on Facebook. So, you know, I'm always on the go. Mm. Um, I think I'm a good list maker and I also cross things off my list. I'm also a scheduler. So I plan time. Uh, This week, as it turns out, I've had some early morning time where I will get up get myself on the treadmill because that's my priority is make sure I get my activity, my steps in. Mm. But then before I get into the shower, before I have breakfast, I might spend 30 minutes in my room tackling a project. I worked on a couple things this week that were only at little bouts of time, you know, 15 to 30 minutes of time is what I spent and I leave it out. I happen to have a table where I can leave it out Mm. and work on it. It's really handy if you do have a spot like that. And what I've actually found is also good for maybe people like me who have little hands around. Um, I've found that the empty Project Life kit boxes are really handy. And I've got little projects in there that, you know, just kept inside that box. And the great thing is they've got, they're quite sturdy. So I can stack them up, put them on the shelf pull them out when I have a chance even my daughter's loom bands are inside one of them (laughs) (laughs) I saw that picture (laughs) yeah Emily my five-year-old is is quite a fan and so she'll often I'll, I'll often pull out what I'm working on or I'll be working on the computer digital scrapbooking or sewing or something and and she'll pull out her little um her little box but I think you know a lot of people are like yeah it would be great to be able to leave it out because that's one of the big things is you know getting things out so if you have a table or something leaving it out and you know even if you have to leave yourself a note so you know what you're up to the next time (laughs) um, or having like a basket or a little box that you can do um, just so that things are at hand and when you have a few minutes you can jump back in you're not sort of hmm now what was I do? <laughs> what was I wanting to do <laughs> right and I guess I'm one of the lucky ones that I actually uh, have a full-time job but it was wor- mostly working from home when I'm not traveling mm-hmm. and so my office desk is in the same room as my crafting table so there are times where I've just had enough with work and need a break and I'll stand up and go over to my crafting table and get, you know, another 15 minutes of ah uh, crafting <laughs> done. That's nice. So you 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 have the contrast in your job, you know, working from home and yet traveling a lot. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's it's kind of a I love it, but I know some people wouldn't wouldn't enjoy that. I it's it's what makes me go mm. being that diverse. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's been fun to chat with you today, Karen. I've it's been yeah, we've been friends online, but this is our first time to chat, I think. Um and I'm really looking forward to everyone getting their hands on the Creative Christmas bundle and of course your calendar, which is absolutely gorgeous and would make a fabulous gift. And to be honest, it's quite a quick and easy gift because you've done all the hard work for us. <laughs> 
I have, and I guess I need to mention as well, especially because I know many of your listeners might be interested in this, I'm including a bonus tutorial that's going to include a video on how to do the calendar part mm -hmm. in the Pandoria Artisan product. Um, you might recall that's the what replaced Creative Memory Storybook. So I, I am going to include a video that is, talks about kind of how I make that calendar on that flower uh, page. Oh, that would be really great because I'm sure that some of our listeners, I know that there's a lot of people who use the Creative Memories product and, and they'd probably love, now that they're, you know, they're using Artisan, and they'd love to know how to do it themselves. So that sounds great. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Karen. It's been lovely to chat. And if anyone would like to see more information about your calendar and links to your website, I'll have all of that information in the show notes for today's episode at scrapbookingpodcast.com slash 40. I'll see you later. Bye. Thanks, Melissa. Bye. Thanks for taking the time to listen to the Scrapbooking Inspiration Podcast today. If you'd like to learn more, head to scrapbookingpodcast.com where you can find the show notes for this episode and the links to everything we've talked about.